Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called Northside. It's a scenario on the fly, which means that David Gasway came up with the premise for the story a few hours ago. So, without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. David? Thank you, Tom. It's uh, Friday night. June 15th, 1923, in the New England metropolis of Arkham, Massachusetts. Our protagonists are on the north side tonight, on Gedney Street between Hyde and Kerwin, in a second floor establishment above a haberdashery, which is known to aficionados as the gold card room. The password tonight was anticlimax. It changes on a schedule that only insiders know, uh, but you need it to get through the unmarked door upstairs from the side entrance. Uh, because on the other side of that metal door with a slit in it is a fellow named Clancy. No one knows whether Clancy is his first or last name. Clancy doesn't really answer questions. He's a gorilla in a suit. Um, all of you have been here before. One of you is a regular. Why don't you introduce yourself, Fergus? <clears throat> My name is Fergus O'Leary, and I am a piano player. I play here on Fridays, uh, every other Friday, sometimes with a band, mostly by myself, uh, just to enter entertain the crowd. And uh, that's all I'm willing to tell you. Fair enough. Uh, also, not new to the establishment is La Mer. What can you say about your evening so far? Um. Cleo Lemaire, uh, mostly an artist, but uh, just by the grace of my parents' prodigious funds. So, you know, actually getting work here and there, uh, blowing through a lot of money for the most part. Here for a good time. Um, yeah, just relaxing. Uh, mostly paint or sculpture? Some paint, or... some sculpture. Paint and sculpture both. Uh, are you are you uh, studying still, or are you living independently and taking commissions? Uh, yes, living independently, taking commissions when the mood strikes me. Very good. Uh, Mr. Hayes, what have you to say for yourself? Oh, yes, my name is Rutherford Buford Hayes, and I am a professional gambler, and uh, it is... Uh, my my favorite game is uh is poker of course and i am here to uh ply my trade uh are you on a circuit or do you are you based currently around arkham or do you play a city and then move on and like that i play a city until it becomes unfriendly very good uh, Mr. Lafferty, how's your luck so far? You're muted. 
Sorry about that. Yeah, Simon's luck is not great, but uh, it is his first time, so uh, always uh, open to change things. Simon is a detective and uh, doesn't mind playing a little cards in the off time, getting a little piano, a little R&R. &R. It's a friendly house. Uh, and Mr. Frost, what brings you this evening? Uh, Wallace Frost walks with a limp. Uh, he's been shot in the leg a long, long time ago. And um, he's a newspaper editor. He's sort of a thin, lanky, baby-faced man. And he, he's he's not much of a gambler. He's not actually even very um, acquainted with illegal uh, areas of town. But he, he's just here on a lark. He he doesn't uh, he doesn't fear for his life too much, and he he likes doing some dangerous things from time to time. Very good. Uh, the gold card room is operated by a fellow who's known as Happy Jack Brady. Uh, and it's, uh, distinctive in town, you know, uh, there are speakeasies here and there, um, fewer in Puritan Massachusetts on average, perhaps than in decadent New York or nearly Southern, uh, Maryland. But they're around. But uh, not every uh, place that sells bootleg liquor also allows gambling. And the Gold Card Room, notably, uh, is a gambling establishment. Um, there are only three liquors available, uh, gin, brandy, and whiskey. They are reliably better and substantially more expensive than the rock gut you can get at some basement speakeasies. Uh, and perhaps because he can make some money on the booze, uh, Jack Brady seems to run an honest house. Um, and he's generally visible on the premises. He's a natty, short, ruddy gentleman. He keeps an easy chair and a table with a, a pipe rack next to the cage where the cashier operates. The cashier's cage is uh, hemicircular, built against a a brick wall with a door in it. Once in a while, a, a fellow with a green visor will come out, take a tray back, bring a tray in to the cashier who's reliably an attractive young woman. Um, the rest of the establishment uh, has a lot of heavy, dark curtains over whatever windows there might be uh, and over the brick wall. Uh, between the heavy uh, curtains, there's occasionally an oil painting because uh, it's a class jurnt. Um, there are a couple of faro tables. There are a couple of poker tables. Uh, there's a couple of blackjack tables. Uh, and there's one roulette wheel. Uh, because those things are a pain in the ass to maintain, Happy Jack will explain. Um, I would like uh, each of you to tell me uh, what kind of stakes you're playing tonight. Is it a low night, a midnight, a high night? Of course, you don't have to worry about that, Fergus, although you might play side bets during breaks. Yeah, I, I occasionally uh, gamble a little when I'm not playing. So maybe it's, uh, we'll say it's one, two, or a range of one, two, or three, whether it's a low stakes, a medium, or a high stakes night for you. Yeah. 
Wallace Frost knows he doesn't have that much money you want to work with, so he just looks for minimum stakes. Mm -hmm. I kind of agree with that, too. Go high stakes. Simon J. Lafferty might have a reason to play a little higher stakes, so we'll say he's at a two. Sounds good. Mr. Hayes? Oh, yes, I, I will play at high stakes, as I usually do. Very good. Uh, we didn't, uh, I know that some people's uh, who had pre-generated characters have a luck. If you'd like to roll for luck instead of riding that, feel free. And those of you who didn't already roll for luck, let's do that now. 3d6 times 5, ignore anything under 50. Reroll anything under 50. Do you want to know our luck? Uh, you could just tell me whether you pass or not in each case. Oh, we want to roll a luck roll. Uh, well, if you had didn't already make, if you didn't already set your luck, I did. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, actually, I'm curious. What did you get? Fifty-five. Fifty-five as well. Seventy-five for my luck roll. Wow. Lucky newspaper editor. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my pregen came with sixty-four. I'm okay with that. So Wisely. Yeah, I'm at uh, 55. Do you exclude keep... anything under 50? You get a lot of 55s. Yes? Keep my eyes on Mr. Frost. That ain't or, natural. Or you can mention to Clancy that he seems lucky. Uh. Oh, the other staff, they're really, I mean, they're the only visible bouncer is Clancy. Uh, and uh, I assume that nobody attempted to bring a firearm tonight. No. Um, no comment. <laughs> well, it's true. If anybody could try to pull it off, it would be a, a an employee. Uh, so there's Clancy. There's you know uh, the the uh, cashiers. There's a few of them. You might strike up a conversation at some point uh, with any of them. Um, and the dealers and croupiers. They are. Uh, quiet crowd uh rumor has it that brady brings them in from cuba or someplace but they they all speak perfectly good english but they're they're not very personable they're very businesslike they're quiet very neatly dressed uh nothing ostentatious about any of them again it's part of his good reputation um, but even Fergus, who sees some of these faces over and over again, probably doesn't know anybody's name. Um, what uh, well, We know that Mr. Hayes is a poker player mostly. Anybody else have a preference? I think I like to favor the poker. I like poker. I'll do you said a there was a roulette? Jack. You said there was a roulette? There is roulette. I'll be at roulette. So three poker players and two roulettists, or I'm sorry, a roulettist and a blackjacker. Um, why don't you all uh, roll a spot hidden for me? Oh, three, extreme. Regular success. Regular success. I failed. Hey, I got a 99. 
you are very excited about that uh, pair, uh, let's just say. You're very okay. focused on that pair and on the hands on the green bez of the table before you. You're not looking around. Um, the, the two regular successes will say, you've noticed, you know, it's, this is not a huge establishment. Um, he's, he likes to keep a regular, reasonable clientele. He doesn't want a lot of buzz or to hire 20 bouncers or to deal with drunks. He, he wants some people who are fairly eye rollers and are, are here to, here to play. But there's a little bit of a buzz tonight. There's a little bit of a something, you know, you just hear like a, a cluster of sort of stickering whispers and a group of people walking here or there. And it's a little, you know, the place is broken up into five or six partly separated rooms. I mean, it's all one open plan thing, but there are, there are sort of areas that you can all see the center from. But um, yeah, there's some there's some sort of buzz going on. And it strikes Fergus that look, he doesn't know everybody in this place. He hasn't seen everybody a dozen times. Some faces look familiar. You 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 could you would see if you saw Claire at a department store, you'd know that you know she spent some time here. Sure. Uh, and there might have even been you might have noticed words you know between uh, Brady and the cashier when uh, Hayes showed up because he's got a reputation. He's not unknown. Um, but there's somebody here tonight that you've definitely never seen before. Uh, it, it's a, a smallish man uh, in a slightly garish, like mustard-colored suit, very nicely fitting, but sort of brassy. Stands out like a sore thumb. He's, he sticks out, and he's betting substantially, and he's doing well. Like well enough that a couple of times a dealer has come and whispered to Brady and, and gone back to things. So there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of something going on here about this fellow. Really pencily mustache. Looks his sad eyes. He would be played by uh, Peter Laurie uh, if if he were in a film. Um, uh, the three poker players uh, we're going to put at a table together now. Um, Rutherford, you won with those that pair of jacks. Uh, yeah, all I had was a, a gay waiter, a, a, a tray and a queen. <laughs> um. I uh so I would like uh you each to uh roll luck against each other. Sixty-eight fail. I got a forty-three, that's a pass. Sixty-six fail. All right. So uh mild mannered Simon has just taken a moderate pot from Fergus at a decent pot from what Rutherford just made on those jacks. He just paid over to Simon, just slightly galling. Uh, and uh, Wallace, would you give me a luck roll for your blackjack doings right now? Uh, 11 under 75. 
Wow. All right. So you've just tripled your uh, your low stake. Um, very nice. You had to split that hand a few times to get away with that. And the roulette wheel. How was how was Claire Cleo doing? Uh oh, just barely fifty one under fifty five. All right. So you you just you know you you snatched a little victory from the jaws of defeat there. You'd split that bed widely enough that you you came away with you know. 120% of what you'd put down. Uh, given the situation as described, is there anything anybody's particularly interested in doing at the moment, now that we've done a round of betting? So I'm, you uh, said, go ahead. Sorry. So you said that uh, when the initial spot hidden rolls were made, that we got a feeling that something was strange. Is there any way that I could investigate that feeling? Like, uh, if I can hear any any group of people whispering, is there a way I can make a listen roll or something? Uh, well, absolutely. In fact, having just uh, just successfully completed a, a bet, you could step away from the table and sort of you know look around the room and see where this buzz is is happening. And because you know, you know it's not it's not garishly lit or anything, but there aren't sectioned off areas or closed doors in the in the public space. So it won't take you long to see that um, at one of the Pharaoh tables is this is this fellow in the mustard colored suit. Um, and he's do you, do you know how Pharaoh works at all? No, it's kind of a it's kind of a midpoint between a card game and roulette. Um, there's a, a, a built in table that has uh, the, the cards of a suit on it. And players bet as cards are dealt from a shoe on what the next card is going to be. So you can put coins on multiple places, and then and it turns over pretty quickly. Um, and this guy is betting kind of wild spreads, and he's doing well. You know, he's putting twenty dollars on just the four of diamonds, or just the four spot, and getting the four and. You know, so it's just so there's this, you know, people are like people are neglecting their own games to sort of look at this guy. And some people are sneaking bets in on top of his bets to try to cash in on his good fortune or whatever's going on. Does he ever lose like once in four or something? He uh, he he doesn't always win, but he never loses a large bet. So he'll do a 20 and a 20 and a 20, and then he'll put a five spot down and it'll lose. And after, you know, another set of hands, you know, the the dealer is switched out. And, you know, you can see there's a conversation. And in fact, Brady himself, around the time that you've got a sense of his tendency, you know, Brady's lit an, an, a fresh pipe and come over to to watch things himself. Uh, and the fellow puts down uh, a moderate bet of 15 on seven uh, and and cashes in right away. And, and Brady says, uh, you know, welcome to the gold card room, friend. I don't know that we've seen you betting here before. Oh, no, I, I'm a very low to a very low stakes better. I've got a I, I got ten dollars that I brought with me, and I tripled it to thirty. So, I, I think I'll be happy with that. I just like to watch a few games; it's fun. 
Yes, well, welcome. It's good to good to have you. Good to have a a, a, a local uh, stopping in once in a while. And you know, this is this is this is the gold card room. You can come in with ten and leave with thirty. Don't forget to tip the bartender. I'll make sure to. And he he claps you, you know, heartily on the on your back, and then he and then he introduces I a, himself. Uh, I have a I have a bad leg, so immediately <laughs> I stumble forward. Uh, oh yeah, no no worries no worries. Um, well, you you were about to introduce yourself. Uh, I, I'm I, Mr. Brady is about to introduce himself to the to the fellow in the mustard suit. Oh, God. And I believe you are an out-of-towner, my good man. Hi, Happy Jack Brady. Pleased to make your acquaintance. And the uh, the fellow says, oh, the name is Simons, Mr. Brady, lovely establishment. And uh, and Brady says, you must, uh, we must have some friends in common if you found yourself to the gold card room. Uh, and, and, the, and the fellow in the mustard suit says, oh, I have, I have friends all over. Uh, and Brady's like, well, yeah, well, just keep things friendly. That's all. And he sort of gives the dealer a nod and, and, you know, stalks back to his, his leather chair. Um, and then, and then there's a little bell that rings and he says, uh, uh, Brady stands up again and says, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's just turned midnight. Welcome to Saturday. Uh, there's a drink special at the bar. Please uh, take advantage of it. Uh, we're going to shuffle everything up, finish out whatever hand you're playing, and we'll uh, restart the, the bets in 10 minutes. And there's a there's clearly a, a bit of, you know, conversation going on around the cashier's cage and so on. Well, then Dina. I'll go to the bar and order a gin and tonic. I'm going to call for the cigarette girl. Tina. Um, hey, honey. Uh, who's the, who's the, the Mr. Big over there in yellow? I don't know, Fergus, but he's, he's really making a killing. Uh, we've had to do two crash drawers just for his winning so far. Uh, you Why can don't you see go make nice with like him it. and see if you can figure out who he is? Get a name. Yeah, I'll give it a try too. But if Brady can't move a guy, I don't know what I can do. You're a lot prettier than Brady, Brady is. Oh, Fergus. <laughs> uh, and she'll she'll toddle off. Yeah, uh, and, and and this uh, Simon's fellow is is uh, sort of you know he lights a little little green cigar and he's he's counting ships and looking around the place. He, doesn't give you a warm feeling, but it's not like, I mean, he could, he's just some guy, you know? Yeah, uh, a total stranger been in the here who seems to have really good luck. That seems like a red flag, if you ask me. It certainly did to Happy Jack. Uh, so you've, you know, a couple of drinks you ordered, um, the uh, there's you know again the staff's been moving around a little bit. Um, Tina approaches uh, Mr. Mustard Suit and um, he in fact you know uh, buys a, a pack of Luckies from her and and seems to tip her excessively. 
uh, and uh, he goes to to puff away in a in a chair against the wall. When you hear a little it sounds like a fire alarm, but not a loud one or one that's muffled. And then light bulbs behind cages that you hadn't seen before that are red flash twice and go off and flash twice and go off. And, you know, Brady like slams his hand down on the table next to his chair. He's like, I, I'm up, I, all my payments are in. What the hell is this? Ladies, gentlemen, sorry for the uh, interruption. Glad it happened during the break. Uh, take anything personal. If you, if you want to grab it, it's going to be a short inconvenience, I assure you. And the the dealers and creepy and stuff, they like bend over. And of course, they're black cloths that they just sort of drape over the tables deftly and, you know, tuck into things. And, um, you know, the bar girl likewise has a, you know, and uh, and a couple of doors open up in the in the brick wall. Like, curtains are slid aside and there are doors that are opened up. And he says, uh, you know, five minutes uh, tops, please, just, you know, for your own uh, reputation, for your own comfort, to avoid any convenience, if you'll just step into one of the side rooms, we'll have refreshments, and we'll take care of whatever this nonsense is with the uh, officials, and get you back to your games. Right. So up and out. I'm going to uh, make my way over closer to Mr. Yellow. Very good. There's only two of these little escape hatches. Right. Uh, and so, you know, uh, Mr. Yellow, the, this uh, thin couple, uh, and the uh, and the uh, five of you uh, all are shifted into one of these side rooms. Uh, and uh, one of the, you know, sort of blank faced dealers, you know, um, nods to you and says, you know, shh. Sh and 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 closes the door behind you, and you find yourself in a, a pretty simple sort of antechamber. Um, the uh, there's there are no windows. It's 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 older brick, or you know hasn't been treated as recently as the brick in the main room. It gives you the feeling of being like in the stairwell of a warehouse except there aren't any stairs. There's just the door you came in and 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 three walls. Uh, there's a couple of wooden chairs. Uh, there's some dust on the floor. There's some stubbed out cigarettes. Uh, maybe some post, something wheat pasted to a wall that was peeled off a decade ago. Uh, and it's quiet. You know, it's maybe soundproofed. Don't you feel close, worry. This will this will be over in a few minutes. I'll um walk up to Mr. Yellow and extend my hand and say, I looked like you were doing pretty well. I, I was doing pretty well myself, if you can in the low stakes version of that. Uh what's your name? Uh I'm I'm Simons. I'm Simons. Uh Simons. Nice, yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you uh, too. Does this happen here a lot? Is this not? I thought this was this had a reputation as a very safe place. This had a reputation I thought was going to be all right. I wouldn't even know. Um, I, I don't come here that often. 
Uh, mm. Is the money on the table safe? Should I be worried about this? Is this this isn't some racket, is it? No, no, I don't think so. I, the reputation precedes that. I've heard, I've heard about this place quite a lot, even if I've not been here in person. Um, he seemed pretty cool outside, making money. He seems uncomfortable in here, and he's, you know, he's tears up in the cigarettes he just bought and lights one up. It's the day and age we live in, sir. So, so once this uh, stupid prohibition shit is done and we can have our lives back oh you're the you're the tinkler i yeah. saw you uh yeah uh, brady's up to his payments right he hasn't left any paws out or or the coppers right I, I don't really know much about his business but uh as far as i know and that's his responsibility he seems like yeah, a responsible sure man is. yeah is he a sole proprietor you know i'm i'm more concerned that uh you got uh Maybe you got the cops showing up, other than the ones that are already here. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, what'd you ask me? He's a uh, sole... If he's a sole proprietor, if he's the only, uh, he's running this business, it's a pretty good business if you're running it up by, all by himself. He he talks about a partner every once in a while, but I've never seen one. I've never heard a name or anything like that. Silent yeah. partner. A hell of a goon he's got out there. That guy looks like he'd crush your skull like a peanut. Clancy, yeah. Clancy's cool. Clancy don't say much. Quiet. It's a quiet type that you got to worry about because they'll come up behind you and, like you say, crush your skull and you never even know it was coming. But once in a while, we get a, a bar fight and nobody's going to fuck with Clancy. Pardon my what? English. With sure. a bombshell like that in the cage, of course, you're going to have some problems. Well, the money is what the cage is for, but also the girls, I guess. Yeah. So a couple of you I recognize, but uh, not all of you. Mr. Hayes, was it? Don't you have kind of reputation around town? Uh, yes, I do. I, uh, I have a reputation as being uh, professional in this business. Yeah, you look like a player. Yeah, uh, slow and steady type, right? On the on the poker table, reading people's eyes, that sort of thing, right? Oh yes, I have. Uh, I play the long game, you know. Yeah, I have my hot nights and my cool streaks, and when I have a hot night, I play. You know. Yes, I I have to say I believe to my tonight is a cool night for me. I am hoping that uh, all of this gets resolved soon so that I can earn some of my uh, lost money back. Yeah. I'm going to take a peek out and see if anything's going on. Um, well, there's no handle on the inside of this door, uh, and it doesn't push open. There's not like a secret latch. Uh there is there is not and in fact you know again it's it's pretty quiet it's like this is a this is a thick door uh usually you can just pop it open because you know uh you're only in there to protect you from the outside you know right. not the other way around but it's not budging maybe I think I'm not... yeah 
put my ear up against it and take a listen. See if I can hear any conversations or anything going on out there. Give a listen roll, but uh, take a penalty die too. Well, I got a 94 on the first roll. So. <laughs> right. Ah, there's gum in my ear. <laughs> What's wrong with the door, Mr. O'Leary? Something wrong? I don't know. It's, it's stuck. I'll put your ear up against the door and see if you can hear anything. I don't want to open it up and have a bunch of cops out there. You said you've got gum in your ear, though. I was joking. I just I couldn't hear a damn thing. I think it's probably earwax. Can I give a listen roll or no? Yes, roll also penalty. Mm -hmm. Um oh that's an 07 on the first one. A 97 on the second one. <laughs> penalty die comes through again. <laughs> One short of mine. <laughs> I don't hear you got gum in your ear too. <laughs> There's all this gum on the uh, the door. I think I'm not more claustrophobic. Looks like we have no way out of here. Is there another door? Is there a way out of the building? This is not exactly up to fire code. Um, being an illegal gambling establishment, um, it's kind of surprising. I mean. Again, it looks like it should be, you know, this is a storage space in a commercial building in a city. It sh this should be, a, you know, that the small room antechamber to a stairwell. But uh, I guess you could try to spot hidden. Oh. I assume oh, it's um, dark. I got a 70. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's... Sorry? I'm, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. There's one, you're right, it's dim. There's one bulb in the ceiling. And the ceilings are fairly high, you know, 12, 12 13 feet. Sure. Uh -huh. Is this like a room or is it like a cubby space? It's, uh, let's say it's, you know, eight feet by four or a little bit, eight feet by six. Uh -huh. It's, again, you wouldn't be surprised. Like, it's big enough that when this was an functioning as a commercial space uh -huh. you could like bring a cart up the stairs and through a door you know with a, some beer barrels on it and you would be able to turn around comfortably and that sort of thing it's it's not a closet but it's not a room that's meant to be to spend time in uh, the fact that there are chairs here is just because occasionally there's a raid um i think since you've been working here it's only happened twice and usually you know whoever the staff sergeant is takes an extra envelope and is gone in a few minutes. Uh, and then they let us out. Yeah. Okay. No I wanna, windows. It's just solid walls. I yeah. want to ask uh, Mr. Simons. I'm I'm interested at this point. I say, uh, so Mr. Simons, if you don't mind my asking, uh, it's your first time in the bar, correct? It's. Uh, I haven't been here for a long time. I've been at, at uh, Gold Card Room before, but I don't think this year. I travel. I don't travel the same route that Mr. Hayes travels, but I I move from place to place. You didn't have anybody looking for you. Might have uh, followed you here. That uh, might have alerted somebody, Ma, possibly. Uh, I'm not aware that anybody is following me particularly. I don't. I we just, think that's a strange question, honestly. I mean, well, a high roller us. like yourself winning, uh, you know, hand after hand, around after round, it just begs a question. Now we're all sitting in a 
in the wings of a theater play production uh, stuck behind a metal door with no handle. Yeah, but somebody could be following Mr. Hayes. He could have an angry uh, debtor or, uh, you know, uh, uh, the uh, painter girl could have a, 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 a bitter romantic disappointment or, uh, you know, the the tinkler who could have uh you could owe money or have a, a bitter wife with a rolling pen i don't know why you sing huh. me out she well, is, i'm not uh, um do i know what the red flashing lights usually signify it was a completely normal raid signal okay but it's very infrequent um but they have so... the, the bells in a recess so that it doesn't sound on the street right. or terrify people so look, we saw the lights. It meant there was that normally means like a raid or something Just like that. Just before you finish that sentence is when the muffled sound of gunfire uh, echoes through this small room. Oh, fuck. Um, and it's it's substantial. Uh, you know, it's hard to count given everybody get muffled. down. Uh, yeah, nothing's coming through anything. The sound is going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and it continues for you know five seconds and then ten seconds, and then there's a little break, and then there's a couple of bursts, and then it's very quiet. All right, everybody, we gotta be quiet, stay down, and we'll wait ten minutes, and then I'm gonna try to bust this door open. I'm gonna reach into my jacket and palm my badge just in case I need to get it out in a hurry. I can't think of any reason why anybody would want to attack this place. Do you think that uh, do you think that Jack has upset some of the local mobsters? Half his clientele are mobsters. Yeah. I don't should think so. Shouldn't we stay here for as long as we I mean, for quite yeah. a long time while it's... Till we haven't heard nothing for 10 minutes at least, yeah so much gunfire how many people work there i don't know you gotta wait until it's all done everybody's left who has got shot shot and shooting were any of you did any of you see action in the great war by any chance yeah. bunch of civilians um well uh Mr. Simons is uh, lighting, you know, he's properly chaining. He's lighting one cigarette from the butt of the last. And it's getting close in here. Like the smoke is starting to work mm -hmm. its way down from the high ceilings. Uh, and there's, it's just silent out there. You'd think there should at least, you'd think you'd hear, even through the brick, you'd hear sirens after all that gunfire. Simons, how about you stop that? How about going to choke us to death. How about you figure out how to open up that locked door? Why would we go out now? That's the... the Look, Clark, I said, we got to wait. Do we hear anything more going on? You don't hear... You don't hear sirens. You don't hear more gunfire. You don't hear footsteps approaching the door to open it from the outside. All right. Ten minutes. You don't hear the church bells ringing. You don't hear nothing. Ten minutes, I'm going to put my shoulder against the door. 
and I'm going to try to force it open uh, without crashing into it. Do you need help? Sure. Yeah, two people will give more force. You just watch out. It could give, could, could come loose and we could go flying out and land on our faces. So, my leg. So be prepared for that. Um, that's what we're going to try and push it open. Uh, before you, um, as you as you're figuring that out and looking, you know, looking for the um, hinge, and remembering which way it closed, and just looking at it in general, um, you could give me an idea roll. How best to proceed. Just Fergus. Uh, 47 out of 55. You're, so you're both working like on it. Um, uh, I, I, oh, eight under 70. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Fergus is like, I think it closed this way. And I, you know, I, and, and uh, Wallace is like, you know, you recall that when they when it closed, you had a brief thought of the safe at the newspaper because of how thick the door was and that it has that internal bolting mechanism so that, you know, no human force is going to be able to budget. It's not I mean, a fucking safe. It's... Fergus, I don't think we're moving this. This isn't a room, it's a fucking safe. We gotta Wait, get out of here. Who knows we're like, in maybe here? Pound on the door. See if someone will open it. I'll pound on the door. Because nobody knows we're in here. I mean, only the people who ushered you in. I might be dead. It it might it might be a waste of time, but um could I do like a search around the other walls to see if um uh, there might be like a, a way to kind of push through the brick or or anything like that. Please do. I am not rolling very well. And I did not pass. What's the floor is um, made of? The floor is, is, is poured concrete over presumably heavy timber. You know, again, industrial. Um, Anybody who's watching Rutherford, like, uh -huh. check the walls, can uh, can uh, roll a spot hidden. Yeah, I'm assuming we'd all join in. Uh huh. Yeah. And that is a uh, a hard pass. Uh, failed. The, uh, the 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 thin couple that came in with you and and Mr. Simons have been mostly muttering and bickering quietly in a corner, uh, and when uh, and when you guys are talking about the door being closed, they start to like palpably blanch, uh, but they're not any help. Um, the the uh, the those of you who passed notice that there's one benefit to Simons and his smoking. To the uh, right, the wall to the right of the barred door, the brick is mostly the same color, but not quite the same color. And there is unmistakably 
air coming through some bricks that's causing little rivulets in the in the smoke that's been building up. So All presumably this is the direction that the maybe the stairwell used to be. How uh, so? So you're basically saying that some of the mortar is is no longer intact. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, through. It's 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 not it's, it's it's a less solid wall than the others appear to be. I'm gonna look around and see if I can find anything in the room that might be used to pry or pound. I mean, there's a couple of wooden chairs. It'd be nice if there were one of those brass standing ashtrays, but they didn't put any nice furniture in here. Yeah. Hey, everybody, empty your pockets. Do we have any tools that are, like, uh, bludgeoning? Well, I got my uh, brass knuckles. I turn out my knife. I have a lighter. Smoking. Matches, rather. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, let's say, without belaboring it, that you get a little coordinated. Uh, you know, lighter held up by the wall to help see you know, possibly Simon's like gently puffing smoke so that the air currents are visible. Uh, Lafferty starts fitting. He's got a pretty substantial knife for a civilian to just be carrying in his pocket. Uh, and he's, he starts prying and chipping. And pretty soon you're getting some meaningful, you know, little chunks of plaster coming out and some of it's crumbling. If we can work out one brick, then we can use leverage to get the others out. Yeah, I think we almost got one. Yeah. Uh, six minutes in, one brick is wobbling. Uh, and Fergus takes one of the wood, one, you know, without breaking the chair, one of the chair legs and gives it a good pop. And it turns, you know, three quarters of the way out. And there's cool, smokeless air although it's dark on the other side. And uh, the, the, the thin pale couple start like yelling at you to move faster. And Simon's is like happy to be able to smoke without being yelled at anymore. And with a little bit of elbow grease and no obvious mistakes, you can work an opening that you can crawl through in another 10, 12 minutes. Because once again, you say you've got some leverage, you can pop out five bricks at a time. And, mm -hmm. you know, the bigger the hole, the easier it is to work. Um, and you, you scratch your knuckles and, you know, that sort of thing. Once we get a hole big enough for a head, can we see what's on the other side? Well, I mean, you, yeah, we'll put a lighter through. Sure. And you'll see it, it's just an unlit stairwell going down. Like All it's right. a the more concrete floor, more brick walls, and just so we should be able to get out of the building this way. Fergus, can you identify what is this part of the the building? What is it? Um, I would guess this is still something inside the building. It's not the next door. Have you been? Have you? Does this seem familiar? No, not really. I mean, I just come in by the front door and go out the back door. Uh. Is this? Does it seem to me like there's no stairwell here? That it might have been sealed up sometime a long time ago, and this is an old abandoned stairwell. I mean, it's certainly disused. Uh, I, I think that reasonable supposition is, when this floor was designed to be a 
speakeasy casino. Uh-huh. You know, they took a chunk that they put the the office and the bankroll in that's like internal and safe. And they just blocked some things and made some adjustments so that there's no way inside that they're not in control of. So I don't know for sure. Uh, it would just be useful to know if we're walking back into, I don't know, gunfire or something. Well, I don't hear any, I don't hear, I haven't heard a noise. So I imagine yeah. the place, whoever did the shoot up, if it was the mob, then they ran out. There might be bodies everywhere, but there's not going to be any bodies in here because I, I, I'm not sure there's access from. from and it doesn't there. smell like anything in there except dust. It's just cooler yeah. and dustier. But there see. might be a way out. Might lead to a back door of the the building. Yeah, we're not getting anywhere just talking. That's for yeah. sure. Give me a hand with these bricks. All right. So presumably, you want to make a big enough hole so that the two ladies present can pass through in a dignified manner. Um, who? How many people have lighters on them? Or are you mostly using matches? I have mat. I have matches. Matches. Lighter. All right. So there's going to be you're going to have a little. You have to coordinate a little bit because there's no. There, as you make the hole bigger, more of the overheads coming down, but it's not getting very far. Uh, you're seeing dust motes and dark stairs. Um, are we on the level of stairs, or are the stairs three feet below us and above us? The the floor you were on had a, a later brick wall attached, and then it's only a couple feet to the stairs start, and they're they were from the same. They were constructed mm-hmm. at the same time, presumably. Okay. Um, yeah. And there's you don't hear the squeaking of rats or so as soon as I can squeeze through, I'll squeeze through. I'm kind of big, but if I can get through, then anybody can get through. It's so quiet. Uh I assume a couple of you were wearing watches. When yeah. you've finally gotten through and you're like assessing things. You think it's been, well, I guess you knew it was about a quarter after midnight that the uh, the raid was announced, and it's about a quarter after one. So you waited patiently, and then the gunshots happened, and then you waited less patiently, and then you figured some stuff out. And so, again, surprisingly, there haven't been sirens, or somebody didn't let you out. One way or another, you'd think that but there's everything's just tomb like. Yeah. So can I get through? Yeah. Pull yourself through. Okay. As soon as I get through, I'm going to walk downstairs. Being careful. I've got my lighter for light. It's not much light though. No. Nope. In fact, it's kind of you want to hold it so it doesn't blind you. Right. Uh, so who's following? I think I'd like this to follow him, and I'll have uh, brandish the knife going down the stairs as well. Uh, Simons and the and the and the couple are notably hanging back. They're not they're not being brave. They're kind of going to wait and see. It looks like. Yeah, we'll tell you when it's safe. Rutherford Wallace, are you going to watch from above? Or are you going to stay in the smoky room? Leo. I think I will lag behind. For, for some reason, Simon is is seeming sort of uh, dangerous to me. 
uh, I have a, so I'm just going to try to lag behind and let everyone else go on ahead. I, I'll stay with the couple. I'm feeling a little claustrophobic with all the smoke and the small space, so I'm actually going to push forward and go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm ve very happy to get out of this room. Okay, so we've got sort of, you know, a chain of people. Uh, Fergus, as you head down the stairs, they're very dusty. Um, the railing is a little wobbly, but it's not, you know, the, the stairs are also like industrial. They're not they're pretty metal. old wood. There's metal and, and plaster probably, or metal and, and like a thin layer of concrete over wood or something, something for heavy movement. Right. Um, and they, uh, there's no sign of a flight going up and there's no skylight in this well. Uh, and they go down to a landing, you know, that's like the one you came from, more or less, uh, that has uh, only one door leading off of it, and that's a, a unmarked wooden door. Right. Well, this is like, what, another 15 or 16 feet below where we were? Yeah. Okay. I will try the door. Uh, the handle rattles and creaks and opens up. And there is, in fact, uh, some yellowish light that spills out. Uh, Fergus, what's going on? I don't know. I think we found a way out. This must be another part of the building. Uh, are you pushing it open or sticking your head in? Or I'll I'll push it open and take a look around. Uh, it's a room a little bit bigger than the smoky room above you, although it's not up below it. It's on the other side of the stairwell. And there's a small uh, wooden desk with a desk lamp. And there's a very wizened looking woman sitting behind the desk. Um, she's got a, you know, a proper ch -ch 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 underwood typewriter. And, uh, and, she, and she sort of looks up and rubs her nose at the dust and, and sort of waves you in and looks back down to whatever she's, you know, some, no I grab Fergus's arm and look at him to see his response to this. <laughs> I look at Simon like, oh, what am I, your girlfriend now? Uh, All right. I, uh, <laughs> I step inside and I go, oh, pardon me, miss. Uh, yeah. Come we... in, come in, come in, come in. You're expected. We're expected. And the eight of you, I believe. Come on, he's waiting. Who's I, I, who's I, waiting, ma'am? Uh, you'll he'll you he'll see you'll see you when you're all here. Get the others down. It's, it's been, been very slow. I I think you might have us mistaken for somebody else. We were trapped in the uh the, the little room upstairs, and uh... we're well aware of the situation upstairs, sir. Can you get the uh? Are you with the police? Uh, not at all, sir. Not at all. I mean, not as such. Uh, the 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 uh, the Willis couple—they're with you as well. Yeah, they're just up the stairs. Yeah, you know they're just. If you could get everyone downstairs, he'd rather see you all at once. If thank you. Maybe it's a happy Jack, Fergus. Maybe we maybe this is just where they uh they go when when things go south. Maybe, maybe. we just get everyone back down here. 
Just get in a room, lock the door, break through a wall, go down the stairs. Well, maybe we went are. the maybe we went the other way. Go uh go tell the others that uh the coast is clear. It's clear it's not it's very getting... clear. I make my way up the stairs. <laughs> uh who, who all is still up there? The couple is Wallace still up there? Oh, I thought I was uh, I may have mis misunderstood where I was. I thought we were all in a line. Yeah, you were in a, a bit of a chain. Okay. Yeah. You're you're up the stairs a ways. Okay. But you can, you know, as you're in on various parts of the stairs, you can see the the you know hear the door creak open and see yellow light that you know, regular old bulb. Is there an exit that way? Uh maybe the best chance we got. There's a lady in here that says we're expected, even knows the name of the couple. I didn't I wasn't aware there were other businesses in this building. Are there other businesses in this building? It's a big building. Is it like in a like she's in an office? It's not her home? Yeah, it's it's pretty strange. Maybe you just come check it out for yourself and see what you think. But it's it's safe? Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. I mean if you and Mr. O'Leary are there, I suppose it's safe enough. We try and usher uh, the couple down there as well. Uh, yeah, and and they're like, well, I mean, if you got it, if it's a way out, if it's, don't want to be here any longer. They're, you know, and 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 they'll sort of look at each other and, and huddle, but then you know they'll. They'll follow. They're not going to stay. Yeah, we'll do what we can. Uh, and and uh, Mustard Simons again seems less concerned. You know, he was very anxious about being locked in the room, but he's like, "All right, you know, well, we can go where we have to go. I don't mind that much. Where we have to go." And uh, and you know that the the older woman has produced a laced pink handkerchief, which she's sort of rubbing her nose, covering it with, because the dust obviously bothers her. And in fact, her little office isn't dusty, even though it was just on the other side of this unmarked door. Um, she says, all right, if we're all accounted for, we're all accounted for. And she, you know, there's a, a giant clunky thing on her desk, and she presses a button, and you hear a very, you know, primitive grind. They're here, sir. And you hear a little click. And there was not obviously a door behind her. It looked like a small unmarked room, but the wall kind of slides open. And uh, she says, he's expecting you. Go on in. He's expecting you. Who? Who is he? Um, uh, I'm the inspector, I guess you could say, the inspector. Just, just go on in. Simon's right. going to go ahead and walk in. This time uh, I'm grabbing Simon's arm. <laughs> well, I'm Simon, but yeah, 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 right. <laughs> We're doing it backwards, right? Yeah. There's a little bit of a hallway that just goes straight ahead that, you know, has contemporary wallpaper on it and little wooden runnels and you can see a brighter light beyond it 
It opens to the left. It's getting nicer, at least, Fergus. Yeah. And uh, just it, just as you turn, there's a it's a larger room, and there's a a coat rat with a hat and a coat on it, and there's a, a substantial room. It's a little bit like a lawyer's office, maybe some kind of professional office, except there's no windows. There's a couple of chairs and a couch, uh, a couple of stuffed chairs and a couch, a couple of wooden chairs as well scattered. There's a rug, no bookcase, there are no windows. There's a big desk, a substantial wooden desk, and a substantial stuffed chair behind it. And in that substantial stuffed chair is an emaciated man. Uh, He's not hunched or shriveled. He's just bony, uh, waxy, and and his skin is parchment-like. And his his you know his head is spotted. There's a few lank strands of black hair pasted from one side to the other. And there's a chunky telephone on his desk. And there's you know, he's got a desk lamp, and there are a couple of lamps in the corners. Uh, and he says, oh, and, uh, We're confused. Where are we? Right. Of course, you're confused. Confusing. Bring everyone... I have work to do. We're on schedule. I don't think we have a choice. Yes, not. Lafferty steps in. I have what? to take a seat. Take, take a seat. Take a seat anywhere. I can't have or bring tea if it's desired. Well, we're dusty. We're just trying to find our way out of the building. Mm. Are no longer on Ketney Street, friends. I'm does sorry. This, does, 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 Simon, does it sound like his voice is turning yeah. off on like a recording? You know, lots of guys come back from the war with a tick. You know, maybe it's a. Yeah, but he's literally got a tick. <laughs> do you, what do you mean we're not? How come we all be on the street? Mr. Willis, stop hiding. Come on, uh, yes. come on in. Uh, oh, uh, not you, Mr. Frost. You're fine. The Willises, I knew they were. They, you know, when you net tuna, you also catch other things. The Willises are not the Willises are what the other things not important. Well, what are you gonna do with them? What are you gonna do with us? I, I think it's about time you explain this all to us. Everyone comfortable? Have a seat. I, f- I think I'll fine. stand. Thank you. Standing. Thank you. Yeah. No smoking, please. In here, Simon. How is Simon taking this in? Yeah. 
no longer relaxed. Okay. Uh, he's, uh, in fact, probably when the thin man said that, he was had just was having a About difficulty with his sweaty thumb lighting. Uh, my employer required the assistance of individuals who enjoy games of chance. Well, I imagine a casino was the right place to start, but where are we now? I think you would call it an experimental facility. Lack of a better... Like a hospital? Like a lab or a hospital? It's a place for experimental study. But, but, but that's not a hospital next to the, the building. What is next to what is... Clearer to some than to others. Hey, Fergus, I think this this guy's out of his mind. Should we just go to the, the staircase the other way? You went two directions, right? Did the staircase go up? No. It's no. Oh, it was one stairwell down and then <sighs> yeah. Are there any doors to this room other than the one we went through? Uh there's a door behind uh, you know, to the side to the desk and behind, you know, you have to go around a lamp and a fern and so on. Well, Wallace will go around a lamp and a fern to the door and just see if there's any reaction from the guy sitting in the chair. Uh, he he turns, he, he turn, he, he's creaky when he turns. He turns and watches you go and he looks mildly impatient. Um, you will find that it is not permeable under these circumstances, Mr. Frost. Permeable? It's, it, it's, I try the door. <laughs> yeah, the doorknob rattles, but it doesn't make the door vibrate. Like the doorknob might have been stuck into a cement block wall or something. Like it's a prop, essentially. Okay. Wallace feels very strange at this point. I He's... think actually a, a group sand check is in order. Yeah. I, I think we've gotten to a point where the cascade of weirdness is sufficient i i pass but i'm pissed uh pass you can take zero fail i would say a d3 so who's your employer as i say he's uh an inspect he's i'm he's it's difficult Explain with examples. Some of you have been lucky tonight, and some of you have been unlucky. But you've all risked. You've all put yourselves at risk, and will continue to put yourselves at risk while we inspect the outcomes choices you make i made 30 dollars out of 10 I, I didn't put my life on the line do you want money is that what this is about mm, your money will be involved 
Mr. Simons, and he visibly shrinks back, sort of nonchalantly going behind the tropical office sort of plant. Like, mm -hmm. Mr. Simons, you will find in the drawer next to you a revolver. And Simon sort of scrambles at this table under this plant and pulls the drawer out, and the drawer falls to the floor, and he scrambles down to the floor and, and shakily picks up a, a small pistol. Easy, Simons. Wallace Mr. Uh, cowers from it. Mr. Simons? You were very lucky earlier. You have much at stake. If you were to be required to take the revolver and kill one of the other people in this room in order to leave with your monies intact, would you be willing to take that action? I'm going to pull out my gun. At this point, Wallace runs from the way we came and see if that door's also like if if it he's, yeah he's... The, the old lady around the corner if that if that door was a door it's no longer it's a wall it's a wall uh he kicks it and then sort of collect, uh runs to the corner and sort of watches the scene with furtive eyes mr frost pull yourself so. together some kind of myself together you're holding a gun i'm always holding a gun but when, I'm not. When you produced your uh, firearm, uh -huh. uh, Simon's got real jerky. You know, he was like, he he saw you move and he pointed, and then he saw you produce it, he pointed down, and he's like, obviously, his lucky streak. He's not feeling his lucky streak right now. Uh, are you, what do you, you've produced your firearm, O'Leary, are you going to direct it at anyone or? No, I, I, well, it's sort of at Simon's. Uh, if he raises that gun, I'm going to say, don't, don't even try it, Mr. Simon's. Uh, I'm a surgeon with this knife. I want this gun. O'Leary, you have raised the stakes. What are we supposed to call you? Uh, what do you call me, Larry? Larry. That's a name you use. Yeah. I'm going to turn the gun and point it towards him, and say, "We don't want to play your game. We want out." Fire away, oh Larry. We need you to show us how to get out of here. I'm going to show you an, an experience, a series of experiments. That's why you were brought here. We wanted those who take risks. You said your name was Larry. Uh, you said that Larry was a name we use. We as opposed to who? Are you? Are you? Are, 
Are, are you European or something? Yes, Mr. Frost. I'm from overseas. Is there any way I can check this guy's lie? His lie about being from overseas? Yeah, to see if there, <laughs> if I can pick up any deceit or anything in what you he's trying could, to. You could roll for psychology. Ah, uh, that's a fail. I don't think I've made one. Now I made one success. <laughs> it doesn't sound British to me. I think. He seems very facetious and not very normal. He's French. Those things are clear. <laughs> he doesn't like smoking, though. That's true. Mr. Simons, you are taking a long time. And Simons is like, I... Uh, he's... And he, and he, he, he sort of pulls the desk drawer and shoves it back into the little table and puts the gun in it because basically he's not a shooter and O'Leary is and he's uh, can I go grab right that now. can I go grab that handgun as soon as it's safely back in that drawer you can you certainly can run over and open the door and drawer open the drawer okay yeah um, and the handgun slides toward the front of it and you can take it out and it, you can okay do you, do you know anything about handguns? Um, yeah, I have uh, I have handguns as a as one of my skills. So you can give it a quick check and see that it is in order. Is it loaded, loaded Simon? It appears to be. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. Excuse me. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Mister Simon's could not have fired if he'd wanted to. As far as you can tell, it, it was an empty gun. Is, is this some kind of sick joke to you, Larry? And I, I want to show everyone that the uh, yeah the firearm was not loaded. Larry, if you're going to do something, get on with it. What about you, Fergus O'Leary? You have a gun now. No one else does. What if you could leave here with one or two accomplices, and all you had to do was kill the others. Or you could rot here, or someone else could be armed and shoot you. All right. I think I've heard about enough of this. I'm Detective Lafferty from the Arkham Police Department. I'm going to produce my badge. What you're talking about right here is absolutely 100% illegal. Uh, as I said, you are no longer on Yetney Street. You have no jurisdiction here, Detective Lafferty. Are you giving us some sort of choice that we have to kill somebody to get out of here? Because we could kill you. Would that count? As I said, I welcome any attempt at that. I do not think you'll find it successful. 
but Fergus, I'm I don't sorry. Think I've been a bad host. You're on edge. It's been a, a difficult morning for you so far. You don't want tea? I'm, I've had a fucking enough of this. I'm going to go over to where he's sitting. I'm going to put my gun right against Fer his head. Fergus. Fergus. Find the door. Where's the door? I want out. I'm going to light up a cigarette. Things couldn't get worse, right? Well, he's got one. <laughs> I, I'm afraid this experiment has not gone well, but we'll continue. And he, uh, you know, he has that, you can see his arm move as he presses a button under his desk. And you What's hear that a little buzzing noise. And the the door that Frost tried to find slides open. Uh, and it's very bright over there. I thought so. Let's go, guys. Uh, marching orders? I'll, I'll follow behind the channel to go. I'll go last because I'm going to keep my, my gun okay. trained on this guy's face. As we go, I'll uh, I'll take the point on that with uh, my knife brandished. It's it's oh. after the dimness of this room and the you know the dimness of the stairwell and this room. It's it's you know the the light. It might be outside. It's so bright. Yeah. So it's going to take a moment's adjustment. Who's going to follow uh, Simon? Wallace will be staying in. He will guarantee that he's in true last. <laughs> so he'll just stay back. Come on, Mr. Frost. Go out. Got this yeah. time. Everybody's got a weapon. I will, well, um... That's why I've got is my, my thing trained on his head so you all can get out and then I'll come out behind you. Okay, I'll go after Fergus. Or, or before Fergus. Y'all go, go after Simon. How about the Willises? The Willises are are dithering. Uh, Simon's actually going to sort of cajole them once he sees that you're standing firm. It's like, come on, you're wasting your time. You got to get out of this. And then, as, if they all go out, then I'll I'll walk over to the door with my gun trained on the guy. I'll be like, see you later, Larry. And I'll go out the door. Right. So you you sort of file down this you know this narrow hallway into this very bright room, and it's you first you think it's a skylight because it's really but it's of course it's only like now maybe latest two or something, you know they're definitely definitely electrical lights but sort of blue and really really bright, and there's a rug on the floor except it's not patterned it's very even sort of blue gray color. And the room, the walls are painted like there's no woodwork anywhere. It's garishly bright. And, you know, as you sort of you sort of crowd in a little bit. And the room is long and narrow. And there's a, a fairly re long rectangular metal desk. And there's a, a young woman behind it. She's dressed weirdly. She's got this sort of like 
patternless orange stretchy top on it's kind of it's a little garish and revealing she also got I told you they were european her hair is very slickly piled up on her head uh she's wearing large large hoop earrings like something i don't know from national geographic and she's and and her eyelids are are also very they're almost the same color blue as the as the big hoops and she says well uh welcome good afternoon welcome to reorientation i hope you haven't had a very difficult journey so far please uh, have a seat and she points and there's these sort of long low orange benches soft benches uh it's it nothing smells right everything smells sort of acidically antiseptic and you can't tell what the light's coming from but it's very bright look uh, toots we want to know where the door is yeah please sir have a seat have a seat we have to do reorientation it's a normal part of the circumstance just make be civil with each other uh make way everything will be explained and do and then there's this loud buzzing tone from speakers that you can't see and the voice <laughs> some message that makes no sense really everything's buzzy and uh, and and as you file in, you can see actually uh, toward the end of this long rectangular room, there's a large plate glass window at the front of a department store, uh, no panes at all. And outside it, there's just more of these bright spaces and big metal desks and strangely dressed young women. It's it's really confusing. What kind of a hospital is this? It's more this like a not, it's, it's not a hospital. It's not the casino. It's not gangsters. What is it? A sanitarium? In a sense, you're right. It's a hospital. You are in a, a sort of you're in a facility. Yes. Uh, we're uh, we're attempting to assist in the. Uh, the correction of the delusions you've been suffering. Uh, oh, there's been a mistake. We actually broke in from the building adjacent. We're not patients here. Uh, we were in a situation where um, we actually came through the wall of the building adjacent. So I think there's yeah. been a, this big mix up. Yeah, building adjacent would be uh, 1923. Yeah, yes. that's the year. Well, we were in what does 19- that have anything to do with the building? It's not 1923 Street, if that's what you're asking. You were in some building in uh, Gedi Geed, Geed, Street in 1923. In right? 1923? It, it, it is 1923. What are you talking about? It, it, it's 1964, and you've been uh, very, very unwell. Uh and and the doctor's going to be here shortly to help with the orientation. So just have a seat, make yourself at home. We have chewing gum available. There's also uh, there's a couple of pitchers of ice water. 
I, I do apologize, but do you have any proof that it is 1964, as you say it is? Oh, uh, that's uh, patient Hayes. Is that you? That's the one with the president's name, right? Yes, that is my name. Um, sir, I don't mean to humor you, sir. What, what would entail proof to you that it was the year nineteen sixty four? How could, I'm how a could newspaper I do editor. Do you have a newspaper with the date on it? Would that be a difficult thing to print, sir, in a in a manufacturing in your time? Would that be something on that would prove to demand you? At, at 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 a moment's notice? And you think that we built this entire elaborate? What would you suppose? Some sort of theatrical set, theater to fool you. Look, I think this very rational. If 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 we were some sort of patients in a mental institution, why the fuck would you give me a gun? Mm-hmm. And I point my gun at her. Uh, if you expect me to feel threatened by one of our occupational props, that's just an indication that orientation is very much in order uh, i'm gonna fire at her with my prop um let's roll luck 89 <laughs> it 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 clicks and it clicks oddly it doesn't sound like a jam and it, it certainly was loaded earlier so it's odd. Check the safety. Nothing. Just clicking. Just clicking. Um, and sir, we, you know, if you continue, if you continue to display uh, violent tendencies, we will call an orderly. But if you'll make yourself comfortable, uh, everything will be clear in no time at all. Is that okay? I'm kind of deflated. I'm going to sit down and look at my gun. Um, Do you have a waiting room with a newspaper I could see? What happened? And she slides out a metal drawer and another one, and then she finds uh, it's, uh, it's not the Arkham Gazetteer. It's uh, the Boston Globe, that that the it doesn't look right the the logo, but it's newsprint, and she sort of shoves it across her desk at you and says, "If you would just have a seat, you're giving me with, a headache, and it's only Tuesday." With a panicked speed, I flip through it, and then just in awe of its detail. I in parallel to Fergus being deflated, Wallace also is. Do I mean feel deflated to the point of panic checks or sand checks? Yeah. Or is it I, yeah, more sand, sand, sand check? Sure. Yeah. Ooh. 97. I'm really deflated. Fail. Yeah. Fail. The only thing Actually, I've passed is my sanity checks. <laughs> 
fail. Actually, a success by two points. I'm sorry, I missed you, Rutherford. Oh, I failed. Okay, so we have three fails and two successes. And one of those fails was fairly dramatic. Um, so uh, we'll take uh, 1d4 for fails, and I think one for passes, given that the persistent impossibility mm -hmm. is troubling. Um, and and uh, in the same way that the clicky man reached under his desk, that the woman with the sleek hair presses a, a brightly colored box. And two fellows come around her desk through a, a you know, a, a wall, a, an unmarked door. And they both look exactly like Big Clancy the Bouncer. Like they twin brothers. And they're enormous men. And they have, uh, you know, very simple overall sort of tunics on. And they approach each of you who failed and with a hypodermic needle. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Uh, and the one who's approaching O'Leary just sort of shakes his head dumbly. And, and reaches a big meaty hand for his arm. Back, I'm going to whack him with my gun. I, I'm going right. to whack his hand with my gun. The more moderate approach. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, uh, let's do a let's do a brawl. Okay. Brawl, I'm good at. I think he'll just dodge because he's a professional. I got 47 out of where's my 47 out of 70. So just a regular. Uh and he failed his dodge. So, so I uh, hit his hand. Yeah. So I mean given, I'm not hitting it hard. I'm just getting no, it you, out of my you face. were you were in a state of panic and you first you were gonna slug him with it and then you decided to stop the thing and then you and you still you know, you're not a tiny guy, and you swung your arm at him, and when you hit his meaty hand, uh -huh. like, he, he probably, you probably felt it more than he did, but you did deflect the, his hand, and in fact, the syringe topples out of his hand and onto the weird carpeting in here. And he, he opens his mouth with that, like, sound, and there's a small, uh, or but it's really a lot deeper than that, but he doesn't say anything. And he sort of looks at you in size, and then he's going to put one of his giant gorilla hands around the hand with the gun in it to hold it still while he reaches down to pick up the syringe. So I guess... Get that away from me. Um, is anyone else responding to the approaching gorilla? I guess we only have two gorillas and 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 three panic uh, gamblers. I'm running. I'm running back the way we came. Yeah, I'm gonna try and help Fergus. It looks like he's in a he's in a pickle. I think Frost is just flipping <laughs> through the newspaper. <laughs> Okay, so one of the gorillas is going to sort of stomp slowly toward Cleo. Um, and uh, Simon, when you 
how are you going to try to help O'Leary against? Uh, you know, if I can see that individual and it looks like he's got uh, a hand on him and he's reaching for that needle again, I'm going to try and go over and just kick that syringe before he can get a hand on it. Fair enough. All right. So he's he's sort of, you know, he's, he's reaching up to... The, the gorilla is not fast. He's mm-hmm. just implacable. Mm-hmm. So... As 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 orderly Clancy reaches up, and all and he can reach down at up at the same time because he's, you know, uh-huh. long of arm, let's say, and you sort of nimbly dance around him and kick the syringe. He goes, he rears up and says, "Ah." Uh. Yes. Wallace flips to the next page of the newspaper, not looking at as decided at all, and just says, "Simon Fergus, give it up." Just flips to the next page. Um, how's Rutherford doing? Um, Rutherford is very confused at this whole situation. Um, but he sees that two of the goons are occupied, and so he's going to try to make a break for it as well. Back the way you came, I like, well, Cleo's, I mean, the goon's going toward Cleo back the way you came. So here you've got behind the desk, the door that orderly came through was just sort of an unmarked thing. Um, you'd have to sort of go back the receptionist, past the receptionist desk to go toward the other rooms with other desks in them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to follow Cleo because I, I don't know what's in these other doors. And I feel like I'm just getting deeper and i'm moving back towards what i know or i think i know are you going to try to get past the goon to help cleo with the door or i'm i'm kind of an all for myself kind of guy um so if cleo is benefited by my actions then great if she is not oh well so are you going to try to shoot past cleo to get to the door first that's that's my plan yeah okay What's your dex? My dex is an excellent 75. Uh. Cleo, are you also swift? Uh, 50, no. Not particularly. You started off ahead. Um, but I think I think you're going to see Rutherford Hayes bounce past you and fruitlessly grab a doorknob that's in essentially a cement wall. Uh like if you want to roll a strength you can i'm i'm in that state of mind yeah to do that that makes sense to me um and that is a hard success excellent the doorknob comes off in your hand and you fall on your ass uh you've got a beautiful replica antique breast doorknob as far as you can tell um and and the door doesn't look like you could now that you're sitting there now that you're like looking at something that looks real and looking at the door it doesn't look like the door was real it looks like the door was painted there or it just doesn't seem it doesn't make uh-huh. sense uh cleo um i'm wondering about your I don't feel a spot hidden is right. Uh, 
how do you think, what would you roll to notice that you are about to be injected from behind by a placable <laughs> goon? Oh. I would give you, you could roll sneak and he would be sort of like his anti-sneak. Uh-huh. Which isn't that spot hidden, right? Like to notice well, someone if, if, that's if your spot hidden is better than his sneak, for sure. Than your sneak, rather. Um, he's not even they're sneaking. Actually, they're actually he's, very similar, so. Yeah, he's just advancing on you, and if you don't notice... Oh, that's an O2. Okay, uh. so so you see, you know, one meaty hand reaching toward your shoulder, and another meaty hand moving... A, there aren't there weren't any shadows to tip it tip you off because it's so bright in here. It's just that feeling of something like you just behind yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, your extra peripherals turned on. I get that. Yeah. So I yeah. I assume you're gonna bolt in another direction. Yeah, I'm gonna like try to dart. You said there was a, like a door that kind of swung that they came through. Maybe I'll run for that if I have the if I can see it. If not, I'm probably just wildly running. You know it was, you know, behind the receptionist lady who was mm -hmm. actually filing her nails right now. I shouldn't care. That's great. I'll just go run past her <laughs> to another door. Okay. Um, you don't need to roll for that. You're much faster than he is. He's going to make another really deep sound of annoyance and turn slowly. Oh, actually, he's probably going to reach down toward uh, Wallace since he's right there. And... I'd like to be syringed. <laughs> <laughs> and Wallace succumbs to the warm embrace of Vian. Uh yeah, so he 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 you know, he's his hand is like it's like warm slow marble and it just sort of presses you down uh. and gives you the stick and things are quiet for a moment. Um the last thing you remember is something is that weirdly an Irish name after all the other Irish names in this gambling establishment, somebody called Kennedy? Not clear what it was. There was something in the paper about a Kennedy. And then quietude. Uh, Detective Lafferty, uh -huh. what is your current? Oh, you're right. You just kicked the syringe away. Uh -huh. So you're feeling momentarily triumphant. Uh -huh. Are you going to try to pop the goon or make a break for it or? Uh, yeah, I think, think I'm going to try and at least uh, pop him to uh, stun him so Fergus and I can maybe make a break for it. All right. Uh, fighting Brawl. And that is a 14. Yay. That would be a hard success. And, awesome. and I'm, I'm, I'm rolling uh, proper NPC dice. This 95. This goon wow. takes it takes it right on the chin. Um, so go ahead and roll your damage. All right. What is uh? What's the damage on that? Uh, it's one d three plus your uh any damage bonus you have. All right. That is a two plus my damage bonus. And she may or may not have anything for it. It's down. Uh, yeah, it's a zero. Rate. Yeah. All right. So just a two. Yeah. So he's not enormously phased by that, but he he does. <sighs> and then um, Cleo has dodged around the receptionist and 
pushed open uh, a swinging door uh, and there's uh, it's a long it's a long narrow dark room unlike the bright room you were just in it's kind of soothing except that on the left side you can see a series of clancy's in orderly outfits lined up on the left wall and on the opposite wall just this incomprehensible series of i don't know tiny tubes and little flickering lights and bits of flashing something or another it's uh and 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 then um well uh there's there are other figures on this side and the first one you recognize is mr simons in the mustard suit and so that's a sanity roll uh. that's failure uh. i would say that's a d6 at this point you've taken two so far taken four. Oh, you've taken four uh-oh only two so six total. Yeah. So six total in a fairly short period, but you're yep. so you're super wobbly. Yeah. Um, do you want to continue down this dark tunnel or do you want to I feel like that would that would give me pause? Like I would probably just mm -hmm. stop and stare for a minute and try to collect my thoughts. So uh Fergus, you've seen uh the goon take one on the chin. And he's still have, got a hold of my hand. He's well, he I mean it's it's a it's a light, you're sort of like your wrist is within the rough cuff of his much larger hand, so it can sort of, you know, you're not physically grappling, but you're not free to act with that hand. Okay. Then with this hand that goes into my my pocket, goes into the brass knuckles, and I'm going to give him a left hook to the jaw. Good. If I can. Good. Um, do you happen to know the brass knuckle benefit? Uh, yeah, it's uh, one uh, d three plus one plus my damage bonus, which is one d four. Very good. Uh, and he's at this point. I mean, yeah. Given that he just took one, he's not going to try to fight back. He's in dodge mode. Right. And I. Missed. I don't know how I missed, but I got an 89. Uh, I got uh, 70 uh, in Brawl, and I uh, missed this. <laughs> you know, again, I'm rolling an NPC. He got an 80 for dodge, so it's a good thing. It's how, like, I, how I learned how to fight. <laughs> now, you brought your hand up, and you forgot how heavy the breast knuckles were, and you're feeling kind of tired, and he sort of turned his head toward them, but you still missed because you're 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 not in optimal conditions. I should have studied circumstances. Could have used his own weight against him, but alas. There's a a, a loud cracking noise in the air um mm -hmm. sort of thing. Um like irritating to all present. Uh, and then it breaks into, after a moment, this very fuzzy speech that says, Return them, return the uh, facility. 
protocol breaches nine fourteen uh, turn facility immediately and this is a ding bong ding bong and uh, the receptionist puts down her nail file and she uh, pulls up another one of her drawers and she takes out a sort of small rubbery thing and puts it over her face like this. Uh, everyone roll constitution with a penalty die. That's failure. Failure 80. I passed, actually. Okay. Simon, I, I think you might have been muted. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's a failure for me as well. And and Frost? Uh, failure. Oh, you're already out. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled anyway. <laughs> I rolled. Spirited of you to roll nonetheless. Um, all right. Uh, Rutherford, um, you see everyone... You don't know where the Willis's are. We don't know where Simon's is. Uh, you see that the giant Clancy's also fit little snug things over their faces. And the people that you have recently met are summarily dragged uh, unconscious by usually just like one foot, like they're rag dolls. They're dragged through this sort of long reception room, through a set of double glass doors, and down, well, out of sight. And then one of the giant Clancy's comes over to you and goes to pick you up by the leg. You don't feel yourself, but you are aware of what's happening. How do you care to respond? Um, so he's he's grabbing me by the the leg. He's gonna... you know, again. They move like like a patasaurus. Nothing, you know. But and he assumes you're unconscious anyway because their science is pretty good. Yeah. But he's reaching down to to grab you by the leg like he has the others. I'm gonna try to like roll out of his way and get up and uh, run in the direction that b behind. Well, any open door that I can find, the nearest open door. All right. Um, try a dex roll. Just call it regular. Okay. Um, yeah, that is a uh, hard success. Excellent. All right. So you you roll out of his way easily. You get up to your feet and you feel wobbly. Um, and you know you saw Cleo open the door behind the receptionist. And that's a lot closer than where they were dragging people. And also they were dragging people. So you go and press open that that door. And again, you see a bunch of motionless, plancy, orderly people just standing motionless. And you see all this kaleidoscopic, weird machinery. And you see uh, Mr. Simons, who's sitting motionless on like a tiny stool, just looking at nothing. Um, and you 
barrel on, you're able to breathe a little better as soon as you're through that door and you've got some inertia behind you. Um, so uh, you carry down a, a long, narrow hallway. Eventually, the, Clar the Clancy's stop on one side. There are some other stationary figures you don't recognize. Um, and uh, and uh, there's some there's some this weird recessed lighting and it you know it's there are a couple of turns but nothing is clearer um, but you see a then one of the hallways you can see a, a more bright doorway which I assume you would approach yes so you move down uh, this dark and Un unnatural feeling hallway uh, toward uh, a, a lit doorway. And when you reach it, you uh, can see a, a room, uh, a, a reasonable looking room with wood paneling and a couple of potted plants. And, a, you know, unusual, but understandable wooden table down the middle with chairs on either side. And uh, a bunch of people in suits, uh, a, a staggering variety of various people in suits uh, look up at you and uh, one of them pats the chair on his uh, left. It's at the head of the table. And he says, Hayes, you're here at last. We were waiting for you. And that's where I think we'll call it. Uh. What the hell? I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. The house, madhouse, maybe. Oh my god! Westworld. Ooh, I haven't actually watched the new Westworld. Did seem a little bit like Westworld. I definitely. Uh... I know uh, at what point I thought you were going to be in an exper a psychological experiment about the prisoner's dilemma. That was at 5.55. I just quickly did a little research, and there's a, one of the outcomes of, a pr of iterated prisoner's dilemma is called The Grim Trigger, which I thought was a really cool title, but specific. Um, and then when I got you guys into the area where you were supposed to decide how to gamble and it's like oh this feels i haven't seen these saw movies but it started to feel like a saw movie and I was like, this, isn't, <laughs> this isn't interesting i don't know how to make them actually bet against each other uh and i'd also had earlier in the day the idea that maybe you were either going to as a result of the experiment of your different gambling styles or approaches to risk, that that was a risk from some future society or something. Uh, but I mostly, you know, was improvising and following the roles. And when only Hayes escaped and the rest of you were going to be recycled or maybe wake up again in 1923, I, you know, that ending just seemed fun. Because then, of course, Mr. Hayes would just stop and scream and the camera would go <laughs> It's got a nice twilight uh, zone feel to it. I like it. 
Yeah. It was really it's good. a little short, but better than a little long, I think. Yeah. No, it was a cool idea. I think that that you could you could tell the players beforehand, bring a deck of cards. Uh -huh. And then you could actually play a couple of hands of poker, you know, faking it, but whatever. Uh, that, yeah, that, was, that was really cool. Very, very creepy when we got into the vault. Yeah. And it was like, oh, no, have we, are we part of some sort of bizarre trap? So it was all, it was all delusional. It was all something they were putting us through. I think yeah we some some civilization is is working on uh, well, models please. of risk and and opportunity and so on um well, and things got a little out of hand you you should watch the series the Westworld it's really quite quite good yeah I I intended to it's you know I I can it's it's all about what services one has. The thing that uh -huh. that uh, was just that um, Josh just recommended is on Amazon, and I, I flatly refuse to ever give Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos any money, <laughs> so I have to find another way to watch those things. So it's always like, you know, I and I will. I like. I'm kind of done with. I have a series that I've been doing on Apple Plus, and I'm gonna do a bunch of Netflix and sort of like I alternate because I'm only gonna watch so many hours a week, and I'm only gonna pay uh -huh. for so many services. Right a lot of control our players included holly buto cody mckinnis uh julian arbud chase capner and myself with david gasway as the keeper of the secrets we have a discord server where you can chat with our other members you can set up private games and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering we provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or itunes if you would like to help support our show please visit our patreon account just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot like share and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments we enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have this is tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of hp lovecraft and the call of cthulhu role-playing game until next time good luck and good gaming mm -hmm.